welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by, so grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friend. I'm Marcy Farrell from ThankfulHomemaker.com, and I'm so glad to get a few moments of your day. I have a bit more of a practical episode today, and it's addressing our work at home and how we go about some of those tasks, maybe the ones that we don't particularly, I'm going to say, care for, or ones that are challenging for us. So I have a lot of posts and podcasts that elaborate more on being workers at home or delighting in our work at home, and I'll link to some of them. But let me start out here with kind of taking a little peek at that verse in Titus 2.5, where we see the phrase in there, worker at home or keeper at home, or depending on what your translation says, but take a peek at it. And in the Greek, it's the word oikorgos, which is, it's a compound word. And it comes from two root words, oikos, which means a dwelling or a home or a household, and ergon, which means to work or be employed. So today's episode is focused on getting our work done in our homes, on being workers at home, being diligent in the tasks that we have to take care of. And I just am sharing today a tool that's been a help to me in doing that. It's a tool that's been around for a really long time, and I can still picture the one that my grandmother used that sat on the top of her stove. It's one you have in your home, and it's just a simple kitchen timer. And before I start out here, friend, I want to let you know that I am coming back to the Sermon on the Mount soon. The next episode, which will be Blessed Are the Pure in Heart, and that's um, covering Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, it's scheduled to come out on Tuesday, January 26th. I'm still working through it. So, So if you're behind on this series, or maybe you didn't even start the series, or maybe you didn't even know about the series on the Sermon on the Mount... I'd love you to pop on your headphones and listen to some of the previous episodes. We're not too far in yet, obviously, and I'll link to them all in the show notes too, but you can find them at the blog. If you um, check out my main menu under my header where it says Thankful Homemaker, I have a main header. And if you hover over Christian Living there, you'll see them come down. I also have them all on YouTube. If you go to my YouTube channel and there too, you can find the Christian Living playlist and they're all there. And also, friend, if you're enjoying the podcast, I would so love you to pop over wherever you listen in, iTunes, Spotify, wherever that is. And if you could leave a rating and a review, I would greatly appreciate that. It takes just a minute or so. It helps others find it. It's always a huge encouragement to me. And I am so grateful for each and every one of you who have taken time to leave one. And I'm so grateful you even have your headphones on or I'm walking around with you, that you're even here today. I'm so thankful for you, friend. So today's episode was titled A Homemaker's Time-Saving Tool. And I want to start off by asking you, do you ever find yourself just flitting from task to task and at the end of the day realizing maybe you didn't even finish any of them or at least not too many of them? Because I can make my to-do list and start about the tasks before me only to get distracted by a phone call or a notification on my phone. I may have been folding laundry when it happened, but when I come back from the distraction, I find myself walking up to get the mail. 
And on the way back, I see that the front porch needs a bit of tidying. So I tidy the front porch and I head inside to remember I didn't load the lunch dishes in the dishwasher because the dryer signal went off and I headed there to fold the laundry. As I'm loading the dishes, I remember to go back and fold the laundry. Okay, I cracked this. When I was putting this together, I was laughing because I'm like, this kind of sounds like if you give a mouse a cookie, that children's book that I read so many times to my children. Okay, so... None of those things I mentioned are bad things. I mean, I'm, I'm getting things done just in a roundabout way and not very efficiently. And a, a tool that has been a help to me immensely over the years to stay on tasks, whether it's household chores or reading or studying my Bible or time on social media or paying bills and filing or doing work on the blog and podcast, it's just a simple household timer. This is a tool that we all have somewhere in our homes, whether it's shoved in the back of one of those drawers or you're wearing it on your wrist or it's on your phone, but it really does help our efficiency. It helps to keep us focused and helps us to accomplish more in less time. It also helped me to realize that household chores that I think take like forever don't take longer than five to 10 minutes sometimes. So you can fold a pretty full load of laundry in about five minutes or less. You can load dishes in the dishwasher after a meal and do a full cleanup in about 10 minutes. You can catch up on social media for the whole day in 10 minutes or less. And that might even include responding to a challenging comment or two. So why do I think this tool is so helpful? And again, you may not agree with me on any of this. You may not even need a timer, but For me personally, it helps me to keep focus on the tasks before me. It keeps me disciplined to finish them. And then sometimes I even almost feel a little rewarded when I see that I gained a lot of extra time because I may put all this stuff on my to-do list and think that, oh, this is going to take me 30 minutes. This is going to take me an hour. And it takes much less. And I have more time available. And that's a huge blessing. But it also keeps me focused that once I start that task, I don't finish until I'm done. So we seem to live in an age of distraction, and I can affirm, at least for me, I was distracted in my housework even before social media. I mean, there was still the telephone and the television, and then there's just the reality of sometimes I just didn't even want to deal with the tasks that need to take care of, but I wanted to just sit and drink another cup of coffee. And I saw on a meme that's called pro-caffeinating, that you're um, procrastinating and drinking coffee. So, and I can be pretty good at that, but... My other reality is I do enjoy housework. I know on most days, I really love my housework. I have a couple chores that aren't necessarily my favorites, but overall, I love taking care of my home. I love doing dishes and getting laundry done. I like clean clothes and a clean countertop and clean bathrooms, and I I like tidy and order. It doesn't come naturally for me. I've shared that many times, but I do like it. So as I'm saying that, there still are chores that aren't my favorites. And I'm telling you this, and I'm the one reminding us all to do our work as unto the Lord, to give thanks in and through all things, even ironing clothes, okay? My blog is called Thankful Homemaker because I need the continual reminder to be a thankful homemaker because I have so much from the Lord to give thanks for, and I can be so forgetful. So it's a reminder that I need daily. And the work the Lord has given me in my home is an area I need to give thanks in because it's one of the many areas of my life that he is using to sanctify me and mold me more and more into his likeness. If you have not listened yet to my episode called Homemaking Matters, 
please do. It's one I even re-listen to on occasion when I get forgetful. So let's work through just some simple ways that a timer can help you in your homekeeping. So first off, as I stated earlier, it keeps you on task because so often in our homes, we can have a list so long and at times we're not even sure where to begin and we find ourselves feeling overwhelmed and maybe not even sticking to one task at a time. And then we do, we go about flitting to each one and we don't finish any of them. So again, I stated this was really helpful for me with tasks that aren't high on my list of favorites. And one of those, I'm gonna be honest with you, is paying bills and filing. Paperwork is not at the top of my list and I'm not naturally gifted at organizing my paperwork. So I have started trying to make it an enjoyable experience by making my desk a very pleasurable place to sit. So I get my desk tidied and then I'll light a candle and I'll sit down with a cup of coffee and I'll set a timer for 15 minutes and start working. In my mind, I think it takes me like two hours to do this and most times It takes me about 15 to 30 minutes, so um, not too big of a deal. It's great for folding laundry or dusting or vacuuming a room or cleaning a bathroom because they never take as long as I think they do. And even if you don't set it every time, maybe set it a couple times to see how long does this task really take me to do. It also keeps me from being distracted. So when I set that timer, it makes me work faster and more efficiently because I'm not distracted by other items on my list. I have determined that for that, whatever time it is, 15, 30 minutes, I'm going to stay focused on the task at hand. And when you are single focused, you are much more productive and you usually end up doing a better job and you complete the task at hand. So when that timer is going, I'm not checking my phone. I'm not worried about all the other items on my to-do list, just the one that I am currently committed to. I'm going to get to those others, but when I get to them, I'm going to be more focused when I do. And this is another area where I like to fool myself. I like to think that I'm a really good multitasker. And whatever, whatever your results are on this, I just did a little research and it showed that our brains are not meant to multitask. It says we lose time when we switch from one task to another. I even heard about a study from the University of London that showed multitasking can damage your brain and decrease your IQ levels. Okay, I don't really know how true that is, but at my age, I need all the brain capacity I can get. So staying single focused is really good for me. I've had moments when I'm on the phone, you know, you're talking to somebody on the phone and I may be tidying up the house at the same time or folding clothes. And when I do that, I feel, for me personally, I'm not as focused on the phone call and whoever I'm talking to is not getting my undivided attention. That's not putting the needs of someone before myself and it's just plain rude. So I've learned to just sit and talk and focus on that phone conversation and not multitask. That's for me. Your brain may work differently. I just can't do it. And it's also true when I'm in person with somebody. So if my husband is coming to talk to me and I'm doing dishes, I've learned this is one of those times I'm telling you just stop. Stop doing the dishes and just focus on him and the conversation. It just takes a minute of your time or two or whatever that might be, but my attention is focused on them. Same things with with children. You know, even if I'm doing something, I just had, as I'm recording this, I just had my grandkiddos here um, this week for a couple nights for a sleepover. And I just found, you know, maybe I was doing something on the computer and they came over to talk to me. I just learned to stop and close my computer and turn around and look at them and just focus on them. 
All right. That's just my little my little um, break there really quick. I, that was just on my mind. So, because I even think of things like we can listen to podcasts when doing chores, but for me, a lot of times my mind wanders and then I realize I didn't even get all that information that was shared. So even for podcasts or things, when it's an episode I really want to learn from, I need to sit and listen without distraction. So my whole thought at the end of this is if you want to be more productive, stop. you should stop multitasking. So if you're wondering, you're asking, you're like, okay, Marcy, seriously, does this whole timer thing work? Well, all I can say is try it if you're curious. Set a timer you already have in your home for like 15 minutes. A simple kitchen timer works great. I have a timer on my watch, so sometimes I use it for convenience, but I also keep timers handy at my writing desk and in my kitchen too. So start by seeing what's on your to-do list. Set a timer for the allotted time that you think you might need to finish that first task on it and don't move to the next task until you finish the current one you're working on. You're going to accomplish more than you thought without being distracted. And no distractions means you don't check your phone or Facebook or make a phone call or text somebody or watch TV or anything else you might like to do when you're procrastinating from dealing with chores set before you. So again, put it to the test. 15 minutes, clean up dinner dishes or fold a load of clothes or dust and vacuum a room. See how long these chores actually take you. I think you're going to be amazed at how little time these chores really take to do. If you'd like more focus time, there's a favorite timer method out there. It's called the Pomodoro Technique. There's a lot of free apps for it, but all you need for this method is a simple timer too. You set a timer for 25 minutes and you do focused work until the timer goes off. Then you have a break period for five minutes and then you begin that cycle again. You're supposed to take a longer break after every four Pomodoros. So a Pomodoro is 25 minutes on, five minutes off. So a Pomodoro is like 30 minutes. I've utilized this method when I need to get some good writing or blog work done. I've also utilized it when it's been a tackle the extremely long chore list kind of day. It's really great if you're decluttering an area of your home. And I will link to an article that explains the Pomodoro method. I'll find a good one that is just really clear and basic. So along with how little some of these chores on your list actually take, I think you'll doubly be amazed at how much you can accomplish when you accomplish when you stay focused on the tasks at hand. So some areas where I, I'm just going to throw quickly a few areas I, where I like to use a timer is my weekly home blessing. That's been an area that I, when I tell you it takes me an hour or less, I know it does because I've timed it folding clothes and putting them away. And my rule for me personally is a load of laundry. When I see I'm doing a load of laundry, that means sorting it, washing it, drying it, folding it, and putting away. That's a whole complete load of laundry. Prayer time. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that because you're like shocked, like prayer time, seriously? Um, Sitting down to read a book, studying God's word, Bible study, especially when you really want to stay focused for a longer period of time. My blog work is a big one. When I'm writing or studying, I love to use a timer or giving the house a quick tidy when I have like 30 minutes or something. When I'm on social media, that's another area. Then I think outdoor chores, there's things like weeding the yard. You know, it's a task that needs done, but maybe I only want to do it for 30 minutes. Then I just set a timer, work for 30 minutes and come back another day at it. And then I realize this is kind of funny because As I was putting this episode together, my husband and I um, this weekend just took our Christmas tree down. We had an artificial Christmas tree, and I was kind of putting it off, and 
because I'm thinking again, it takes forever. Well, we did it together. You know, it was he and I together. So that helped. There were two of us, but, and that included removing, you know, all the ornaments and packing them all away and literally taking the tree down. And again, we had an artificial one. So it has to go down in our basement and vacuuming and cleaning up and all that. It took an hour. I was thinking it took hours, like two or three. It took one hour from start to finish. So it just helps me to say, hey, that doesn't really take that long. I even at times, friend, I like to set a timer to take a break in the afternoon and just sit with a cup of coffee or tea and just read in God's word or read a good book. If I'm intentional in doing this, I am less likely to spend that extra 15 minutes that I've got on social media randomly scrolling and accomplishing probably absolutely nothing. But instead, I just got either 15 more minutes in the word that day, or I spent 15 more minutes in a good book that encourages me in my walk with the Lord. So that was 15 minutes well spent. So, and then I want to get back to the prayer aspect, because if you struggle in your prayer time with the Lord, and I have a whole series on the spiritual disciplines, and there's one particularly, one episode on prayer alone. If I remember, I'll link to it. Um, but you can find the spiritual disciplines under that Christian Living tab too on my blog, and the whole series is linked there. But if you struggle in your prayer time, maybe set a timer to pray for five to 10 minutes, and don't stop talking to the Lord until that time is up. I think you're going to find that you're going to want to keep increasing the time. And if you've been neglecting this very important spiritual discipline, a timer is a great tool to help you get back into the habit of longer periods of prayer time with the Lord. And the hope is you're not going to need a timer. It's just going to become a habit. So one of my favorite tips as a mom and now a grandmother, because I still do this when I have my grandkiddos over, and I love this idea for a quick tidy is to set a timer for like five to 10 minutes, whatever you need, and put everyone to work giving the home a quick pickup. This is the time when kids all ages, pretty much all walking ages, can participate in this. So include those toddlers. They can pick up toys, books, whatever, and return them to their proper place. These are great to do before dinner maybe or before bed. Maybe this is a time your school-age kids check backpacks and items they need for school tomorrow and lay out clothes for the next day. Maybe it's a time for your homeschooled kiddos to get their books and stuff set up for the next day, and they too can lay out their clothes. When you take a few minutes to tidy every day, it never gets too out of control, and it also lets the kids know it doesn't take very long to clean up. And if they have a competitive spirit, because I have um, a grandchild or two that has one of those, that they will probably love seeing how quickly they can actually do it. And again, in the end, it's not about getting the most things done or getting everything done on our list. But I do want to work heartily as unto the Lord with a cheerful heart, with no grumbling and complaining. I do want to give thanks for the task the Lord has given me to do. I do want to do them well. We remember always our people in our homes are the most important treasure the Lord has gifted us here. Those are the ones that we have to care for. And one of the ways we do care for them is by caring for our homes. That is one part too. And maybe, Mama, it's been a bit since you got down on the floor and played with your littles. Set a timer for 30 minutes and plop yourself down and just play with them and enjoy them. You will probably not want to stop and they are going to absolutely love it. So think there even with your kiddos. Could a timer help them with things like cleaning their rooms or Bible reading or time spent reading other books that they need to read? 
And before I close, I want to give some encouragement from one of my favorites from Elizabeth Elliott, a reminder from her from her book called Discipline the Glad Surrender. And I'm sharing some tidbits from her chapter 12, which is titled The Discipline of Work. She shares that there is no such thing as Christian work. Christian work is any kind of work from cleaning a sword to preaching a sermon that is done by a Christian and offered to God. It means that nobody is excluded from serving God. It means that no work is beneath the Christian. It means there is no job in the world that needs to be boring or useless. A Christian finds fulfillment not in the particular kind of work he does, but in the way in which he does it. Work done for Christ all the time must be full-time Christian work, end quote there. So just a reminder, my friend, that our service to God includes our housework and so many other things. But today, I just wanted to share some encouragement in case you're distracted or you're struggling to get motivated and remind you to do all your work as unto the Lord and to do it with excellence and with the heart of gratitude. Our work has great meaning and purpose because of the one, capital O, who has given us the work to do. So maybe you don't need a timer and you are just one of those extremely self-motivated people. Praise God. That is so good. Or maybe you're a bit more like me and a timer helps you to be a bit more diligent to the tasks at hand. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of timers. And one last quote from Elizabeth Elliott before I close. This is what she stated about during her work, and I love this one. She said, when I remembered to look up instead of around me and to offer the work to the Lord, it was much easier and more pleasant. So my dear friend, Jesus is enough always. I am so thankful for your time today, and I'm going to put any links mentioned in the show notes over at the blog, thankfulhomemaker.com. Always, if I forget, because I do, shoot me a note if you can't find something. Um, Usually by Googling, you can usually find it if you just throw my blog in there, Thankful Homemaker, and then Google whatever topic I talked about, it will usually come up. And my recommended resource for this week, and I actually have two, is Get yourself a timer if you don't have one, or at least use your timer wherever you do have one. I will link to my favorite one that I have. It's a little pink one. I just absolutely love it. It came in a two-pack on Amazon, I believe. So I will link to that. Um, And then also grab yourself or put it on your wish list, a copy of Elizabeth Elliott's book, Discipline the Glad Surrender. It's one that you're going to refer back to again and again. So my friend, I am so thankful for you and I pray that you have a very blessed week. 